0: You're listening to the Theology of Music podcast, the only podcast where we unpack the good and sometimes bad theology and the songs that we sing. My name is Pastor Joel. Oh, man. Well, hello, everyone. (laughs) Welcome again to the Theology of Music podcast. We're so excited that you're here. I am excited because today isn't just a good day because it's episode number two. It's the episode, and at least the next one after this, that I get to spend with my good friend, Cliff Lambert. How are you, sir?
1: I'm great. How are you, Joel? I'm just, I'm so good. I'm You too.
0: make me happy when Aww. I look at you. You really do. Aww. Even though this is like the fifth time we've recorded this. Every time that I've said something <laughs> about you, I, it's, it's been genuine. I Aww. promise. I believe it. <laughs> and so um, today... Uh, I get, I get, like I said, I get to spend this with Cliff. Cliff has been serving at DC Church in southeastern Virginia for about nine years, I think. Right, that's right. Uh, mm-hmm. And he is not only incredibly talented as a worship leader, but even just as a, uh, a music teacher through vo- voice specifically. Right, right. He mm-hmm. always tells me when I'm flat, and I really enjoy that. So that's wonderful. You're flat. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> even kidding. right now. No, you're oh, good. You're okay. you're okay right now. <laughs> um, but, but uh, anyway, so Cliff. Uh, is here with us. Uh, he is, like I said, he's a good friend. He's um, a, a friend in ministry, and we both share the same heart towards music and to sing the best songs, the the, the most true of songs on Sunday morning. So I'm, I'm very happy to have him alongside as we unpack. Today, we're going to be taking a look at the song Waymaker. Yeah. Uh, and so last week, as I talked about uh, The Blessing, I talked about how The Blessing is probably one of the most popular songs right now through, at least through social media, But Waymaker, if you actually look at the stats, Waymaker is definitely up there. Waymaker has been, ever since it's become popular, um, in the top five, if not always been number one as far as songs that people are doing, if you look in Planning Center and the the stats. And so you can look at that. And so even when I was looking up research uh, data on The Blessing, Waymaker was still up there. And so as far as what the numbers show, Waymaker is still number one right now. And it probably will still be number one, but The Blessing has more... Uh, more traction on like the social media stuff, and yeah. and I think a lot of people are, especially now that since we're um in this COVID time, people are are you know not maybe not reporting as well or something like that, and so everyone's still doing the blessing, but Waymaker is is definitely up there, staying up there. It is, and so the Way Waymaker, uh, as much as you may wonder, Waymaker actually was not written by Leland uh, or Michael W Smith. Waymaker oh, actually was I know really? right white people. <laughs> Waymaker was actually written by Sinach, um, who she is actually from Nigeria. She serves, even right now, I think still currently, is the senior worship leader of, the, of a megachurch in Nigeria. Uh, so this is, this is a big deal. Um, and the song came out about five years ago, actually. So it, it, it really hasn't uh had any traction in the States. Yeah. Right. It it, it, it it had a lot of traction and a lot of her music has tons of traction in Nigeria and in the countries around her. Uh, but in the States it didn't really have any in traction. And the song even had that more of a ethnic island feel. Right. When mm-hmm. I first listened to it it was like we make a miracle Walker, Promise, reggae going in. in the- darkness. <laughs> right? It wasn't like Jesus as Leland sounds We make Oh yeah, that's, that's that's my impression of Leland. So so now you were flat. <laughs> so so happy you're here. So now here we are uh, in the bla- and Waymaker has has been the number one song for so long. So yeah. Cliff, why don't you take this next part? What what do you want to talk about today about uh, about Waymaker? There's a couple things we've kind of already discussed, but you kind of lead yeah. the way. Where, where where you were thinking about when you when you wanted to talk about Waymaker today?
1: Yeah. I mean, typically when I'm listening to a worship song, obviously I'm, I'm, I know there's a tendency in a lot of worship songs and maybe you even, you even talked about this, um, where they're very me centric, all about what God can do for me. Um, and one of the things that I noticed about this song right off is that the majority of the song really just declares the attributes of who God is. Um, and one of the things that I really (laughs) thought was good, just even looking at the first line, you are here moving in our midst. Um, what I liked about that in comparison with what a lot of other songs are, are trying to the message they're trying to portray is the fact that God is is omnipresent. He's always present. Um, it's not his it's not something that we invite in yeah. or ask to be with us, but he is already there. He is always there. He's always working. He's always up to. Up to something, yeah. so I really appreciated that about the way that it started, um, and that's that's you know you are here moving in our midst, working in this place, um, so that's kind of the direction I was going in as far as I was thinking, um, waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. Those are all attributes of God that we find in Scripture. Yeah, yeah, um, and so you know now you know and we and we've even talked about when it gets down a little further where it talks about wiping away all tears and mending the broken heart mm. and you're the answer to it all um obviously jesus is the answer yeah. jesus says i'm the way the truth and the life um and so he is the answer but how that answer comes into play in each individual life is different yeah and so you know you have to you have to look at it from the from the perspective of the the worshiper and that's in the congregation you know is god going to wipe away all my tears
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, both of us could say no. I mean, yes, eventually, if as a believer, right. he will when he takes us home. Takes but us home on a, right. every every given Sunday morning, he might be doing more in the not wiping away, right? Because he wants us to learn dependence on him, and exactly, yeah. So to to kind of paint this picture of, no, every every you're touching every heart, you're mending every heart, you're you're wiping every tear, right? He's not though. No, it's not that he can't. Right? right. We're not saying that he can't, but he's not at every Sunday morning service.
1: Exactly. Right. And, and I guess the way I look at it is he can do all those things. Mm-hmm. But as far as that, I guess the focus and the object of our worship, I feel like we need to be worshiping God for for who he is, apart from what, what he, he does, can, do. Yeah. can do for us. Yeah. You know, and to me, that's kind of a secondary thing. Mm. You you still you still give glory to Jesus because He is our Savior, and He has redeemed us, and He continues. The Holy Spirit continues to do that sanctifying work in our hearts and our lives. Um, But we can't worship Him for that until we first realize who He is. Yeah, yeah. We have to realize who He is as our Creator, our um, our source of life. Um, and then once we can find ourselves in a place of worshiping him because of who he is, yeah. then, in, then in turn, then secondarily, we can worship him for what he's done for
0: yeah. us. Yeah, so, and it, like you were saying, the, the lines in the chorus are not false, right? No, so the, no they're not. You know, he, he, miracle worker, right? The ultimate miracle was that Christ would even die in our place, right? The Apostle Paul is talking about that in Ephesians, the mystery of the gospel. It's a miracle that the Lord would send his son to die in the place of sinners, right? And right. yet he's revealed that to us, so it's not even a mystery anymore. Uh, that's the greatest miracle. But yeah, he can still do whatever he wants. He can heal. the, it's the, the You could go as, as simple as the fact that we're awake today is a miracle because we're still sinful, you know, mm-hmm. but we're covered in the blood of Christ, and so he's gracious to us. We have common grace uh, as well as special grace in Christ uh you know miracle so waymaker miracle worker promise keeper right every promise that he's ever made uh will will always come true right and th- one of the beautiful things are uh, one of my um drummers here and leaders in my ministry has always said uh, and I've loved this. he said every commandment of the lord comes with a promise mm. And it's so true, mm-hmm. and he keeps those promises because God doesn't change, right? James right. Uh, talks about how every good and perfect gift comes down from the from above, from the Father of lights, and whom there is no shadow due to change, right? God is consistent, and he's he's constant, and so because of that, his promises will always be kept. And so, the, yeah, the, the chorus is true, right? We're not saying the course isn't true. It's just that that verse gives, you know, if I was a non believer, I'm thinking, right. oh, I get, right, like the same thing I talked about with the blessing, right? As a non-believer hearing, uh, may his favor be upon you, right? All these things. I'm like, oh, so the -hmm. the Christian faith is all about getting. Right. Or or like, I've gotten and now I get more. Right. Right. That's what I, if I was a non-believer, that's what I would hear. Exactly. And so with this song, I'm pretty sure you're probably hearing the same thing as a non-believer.
1: I am too. I mean, you look at. Okay, so a non believer comes into your worship experience or your worship time. Oh, worship experience. Sorry. Sorry, <laughs> triggered I'm triggered. <laughs> You're triggered. Uh your worship gathering. Let's mm. let's corporate gathering of people worshiping. Mm. Um
0: makes me feel nice.
1: And um and and there, we're singing he's way maker. Yeah. Immediately what do you think of? What what does that trigger in your mind? He's gonna make a way for me.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm hmm. It's true. Yeah, especially culturally. Yeah. Right. You know, the the interesting thing is this wasn't written in American culture. This was written Very in Nigeria. Right. Right. And so to them hearing you're wiping every tear where there is a ton of persecution and, and in, in that country, tons of civil war and genocide. Right. There's mm-hmm. there is just killing going on. And so hearing you wipe away every tear in that context might might bring way better, uh, way better connotations because they're thinking, yeah, because no matter what's going on around me, you're going to touch every heart. Mm-hmm. Right, you're going to heal everything that's going on. That's different in our culture when we sing, Waymaker, Miracle Worker. I lost my job last week. All right, I, I need. Mean, he's going to provide a job. Exactly. Me. Or Miracle Worker, like, uh, you know, I've been wrestling with infertility, which is rough. But saying he's gonna he's gonna change it tomorrow. Right. Right. It doesn't doesn't always happen. But because mm-hmm. of our consumeristic and materialistic culture that we live in right now, exactly. because of America we're going to look at it from an individual mentality, from that lens of me. Very subjective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's a really good point that you made about that. What, what's our initial thought? Or, yeah. So I think that's so true. So what we always like to do, like I said, in the, with the, the blessing is we want to look at the criteria, right? The three criteria is, is it congregationally friendly? Is it gospel centered? Is it Christ exalting? And so let's go through Christ exalting. Is this song Christ exalting? What do you think, Cliff?
1: I feel like it is.
0: Okay. So. Uh, but
1: again, it goes back to the perspective of the worshiper.
0: So, because when I, when I think that, I don't think it's Christ exalting because I don't hear, see any mention of Jesus. Okay. I don't see Jesus.
1: So, so, okay. So for me, when I'm thinking about a way maker. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about the fact that I was lost in my sin. Right, because you're a mature was, believer. Right, exactly. Yeah, and that's the problem. See, that's the problem is mm-hmm. not everybody in our congregation is a mature believer. No. Nope. So but it's got to be clear. That's right. It's got to be clear. So
0: for me, I wouldn't say Christ exalting because now, like I said, we don't have to nitpick. So you're not a mature believer. I'm not. No. Uh, you caught me. <laughs> Dang it. I'm both flat in my vocals and, and flat in my spirituality. <laughs> uh but so i would say i would say it's not because it's not mentioning christ and what he does on the cross like what he did now sure. it, not every song has to do that right. so is it gospel centered i think they kind of go together i'm not yeah, really seeing I the gospel you, right but it, is it congregationally? It, fr- it is vague yes and now but is it congregationally friendly absolutely right yeah it's easy to pick up right you start low which you is go why it's so popular exactly the same thing was with the blessing. It wasn't congreg it was congregationally friendly, but not Christ exulting and not gospel centered. And so strong on one, weak on, on two, and three. strong on the one that gets you more sing singable times. exactly. Time. Yeah. So we're not um, like I said. I'm not trying to knock this, but uh, for my criteria as a pastor, I would say it doesn't meet two and two of the most important ones. Now it does need to be singable, um, but it didn't meet the two other ones, and so. My verdict as pastor Joel would be I would not sing this corporately because of the one in our context uh you're you're singing some interesting absolute statements in the first verse in all the verses um and it just because of the vagueness of that and then how it's tied to it's not really tied to the chorus mm-hmm. right you know you right. are here mending every heart how does what does that have to do with him being a promise keeper right you are here um, healing healing every heart mending it was like touching every heart i, I feel like it's just a lot of heart things going on um, wiping every tear How, what does that have to do it's with really him being right what does that have to do with him being a miracle worker or yeah. or a waymaker right. in that right so what i'm doing is
1: he's going to meet my felt needs
0: and, and yeah because what you're in that moment you're putting you're putting all the onus on your your church congregation to then work use their theological legs right uh, you have to fill in the theological gaps, right? you need you right. need to do that. so which I don't think is the role of a, a worship pastor or a shepherd. you You do not put the onus on your church when you've been put in this role by the Lord, right, and them mm-hmm. to shepherd them, uh, and you go, okay, no, but you got to do work.
1: Well, and even going further than that, I mean, you could introduce this song and teach your congregation and provide clarity. yeah, but the thing about it is is if you bring that back, that song back two, three, four weeks down the road.
0: There's going to be new people. Again. There's going to
1: be new people yep. in the congregation. So what do you do? Do you teach it all over again?
0: Exactly. I, mm. I, I had someone say that one time about a song that I was talking about. I disagreed with. And they said, well, you just said explain it. I'm like, it doesn't just happen once that's right right if we're inviting lost people every week i'm gonna have to say I, if you weren't here last week we talked about this song and, and i <laughs> right. said this and then exactly. every week i'm trying to do it as fast and as quickly as <laughs> possible until i'm going and here we go uh so i sound like loose i sound like my daughter talking or like a turkey anyway so yeah so the verdict for me would be i just i wouldn't i wouldn't do it corporately um Unless you cool. did it at like a one time kind of like a like a conference mm-hmm. or like a worship night, that's different. Like, right. like I could do it. You know, at, here we do nights of prayer and worship, and that would be a good song actually to do because we're, we're it's surrounded by prayer. It's surround and you put worship together with it. Those are the contexts in which I think these these songs would rather thrive, right? And yep. here's here's that the interesting sense. here's the interesting thing about songs like this, they're always recorded in those contexts. Right. right, The blessing waymaker. They weren't recorded on a Sunday morning oh, so. service. That's after right. everyone's been like, oh, okay, we're introducing a new song. We're gonna sing it again next week, and we're gonna record it. They're introduced at like a worship night, and they've had all con- all conference or all weekend to you know right. work on the song. And so, yep. uh, remember that as a worship pastor or mm-hmm. and as a listener. Like everything that you know, you're hearing this big sound, and everyone's into it. Yep, that's true. But Sunday mornings are completely different. Right. So, but anyway, this. So I wouldn't do this song corporately, but this song could is still able to bless you. Let's sing it, sing it loudly. Fill in the yeah. gaps. I encourage you guys. If there's ever amb- ever any ambiguity or vagueness, fill in the gaps with the gospel and with with Amen. what with what is good, uh, and it, you will be blessed. It's not that this song hasn't blessed me, yeah. um, and in and, and so I think you can still use it. Absolutely. So that would be my verdict as Pastor Joel. Thank you guys uh, again for listening. Uh, thank you, Cliff, for being here for this podcast. Sure uh, if you guys ever any, have any suggestions or uh, comments or questions, email them to theologyandmusic at gmail.com. But guess what, guys? He's a way maker, miracle work, promise, light in the darkness. My God, that is who you are. See you guys.